Good morning, everyone. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening in to our live broadcast. My name is Jason DeMars, and I'm going to be teaching today on a question submitted by one of our listeners. She asked uh, a question just just recently, and I wanted to answer that, so we'll take some time to teach upon that. Um, but I just want to, again, remind you, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know at jasondemars.com or on any social media platform that you're listening in on. I'll remind you again as well that you can order our books for free and free shipping as well. Uh, you can do that at jasondemars.com and then just click on resources. We'll ship them anywhere in the world for free as the Lord provides for us. And with that said, also want to uh, ask every one of you to just say hello. If, if you're listening in on the, the live broadcast, please send your greetings. God bless you, Brother Tony. God bless you, Brother Alejandro. And let, it, let us know also uh, where you're listening in from. We'll take a moment later also to greet you. Um, and if any questions come in uh, regarding our subject during that time, please let me know. I will try to address them right away. So this is the question from the sister. I was visiting the other day, and a brother said we are in the eighth day. He said, Brother Branham said the church age ended with the messenger, so the Laodicean age is over. I believe I heard Brother Branham say the eighth day is after the millennium. So I want to go into this. This is, a, this is an important question, and, and it can be a confusing topic. I want to just first comment solely based on Scripture, and then I want to take some quotes here. It is clear in Scripture that there are seven church ages. The last church age is the Laodicean church age. There's no ages beyond that, and there's no messengers beyond that. So we, we have some quotes here, and we're going to read them. But understand, there's no eighth church age. There's no eighth messenger. There isn't that at all. So I believe this is the quote that's brought most frequently to seek to prove the seventh church age is over with. Future home. In the sermon, future home, Brother Branham says this, now, in Ephesians 1.10, it's called, now if you're putting it down, Ephesians 1.10 is called, not a dispensation, not the seventh day. Let's grab Ephesians 1.10. What does that verse actually say? So I'm going to grab that and read it to you. God bless you, Brother John, listening in from Arizona. You're always faithfully up so early to listen in, so God bless you. Eventually I'll get to my scripture here. It's taken me a long time. Ephesians 1, verse 10. 
Brother Branham says this, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. So, now if you're putting it down, Ephesians 1.10 is called not a dispensation, not the seventh day. Okay, so the fullness of time is not a dispensation, and it's not the seventh day. It's called the fullness of time. And when the fullness of time has come, that's when time has been fulfilled. Look what he says. When there is no more time, then you go into eternity. After the seventh church age is over, and it is, Luther's age is over, Methodist age is over, Pentecostal age is over. And now you go into what? Eternity. No more sevens, no more threes, no more other. They're, they're in eternity where there is no such time as numbers and times and things. Amen. Oh my. You see it now. Or after time has been fulfilled, all sin is gone, taken away at the great at the millennium, at the great white throne judgment, a type of, by the Holy Ghost. After the world is on fire and baptized, is baptism a holy fire from heaven? All sin is gone, all germs is gone, all devils is gone, all temptation is gone, all evils is gone. Type now, then what does God do? He can sit upon the earth, see, because all sin is gone. So, in what sense, as Brother Branham says, the seventh church age is over, and it is? What does that mean? That's the place where we go. What does it mean? Is he saying that now the church age is over? Or is he saying when time is no more, then you go into the eternity, you go into eternity after the seventh church age is over? Are we in eternity? Well, that's a good question. Are we in eternity? Are we beyond this age. Now I want you to look. I'm going to go into another quote from Future Home before I get to the next quote that clarifies these things. If you've got eternal life, there's only one form. That's God, and you are an expressed attribute. If you're not, you're not going to be there anyhow. No man can come to me except my Father has drawn him. See, which passes away. All these old things, but these things don't. It's, so it speaks of eternity. The Holy Ghost is eternal. Then you're in eternity where you where you was all the time, but you've just recognized what happened. See, you were made for an eternal purpose because you was the manifestation of an attribute that was in God that thought of you and expressed you, and he made an earth to take you out of and to make you a human being, and a sin come along and perverted his way. You come anyhow, but you was lost with the world. So he come and redeemed you, the express attribute, and also redeems this earth by the same way, way. Then his purpose rolls on. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, that does me so much good. Just think of just what lays ahead. We, as believers, when we're born again, the moment we're born again, this isn't limited to just the seventh church age. Every believer, when they're born again, on the day of Pentecost, every believer passed from time to eternity. Brother Branham says they were already there, but the new birth helped you recognize where you came from. You came from eternity. Your soul is in eternity, and it remains in eternal being. 
So in that way, in that sense, every believer already passes past the great white throne judgment into the eighth day now. From the first age to the seventh age, every believer does that. That's not unique for this age. Now, when I go back where he says, when there is no more time, then you go into eternity after the servant seventh church age is over, and it is. Okay, what does it mean? The church age is over, and it is. When you're speaking about the fullness of time, which is when there's time no more, which is eternity, when that comes to that place, then the church age, of course, is over. Because it's past the seventh church age, the tribulation, the millennium, into eternity. Our souls have already passed there. Of all believers, are already past the white throne judgment. We will not come into condemnation. We've passed from this age to the eighth age to eternity from death unto life. So every that's every believer from, from all ages that has done that. So the seventh church age is over and it is when? When the fullness of time has come, which is in eternity, not now. Now this is what Brother Branham says in Questions and Answers. Brother Branham, have you made statements recently concerning that the church age that church age has ended Laodicea. No, I never said it's ended. If I did, you misunderstood or I said it wrong. It is, this is the last church age. It's the end of church ages, the Laodicea. It hasn't ended. When it ends, the church is gone. So as long as the church is here, he's talking about the rapture. So he's not talking about the denominational churches. He's talking about the bride church. So as long as the bride church is here, it hasn't ended. Now, we'll read a few quotes from the future home. Now notice how beautiful, see, and in this pyramid was seven steps, and then the king's chamber. And we're in the seventh church age before the king takes his throne. And we're in the seventh church age. So how can you say in the same message, the seven church age is over, and it is, unless you're speaking about a future event. He's speaking from that future event called the fullness of time, which is eternity past the great white throne judgment. That's when the church age is over. Of course, it's over when the rapture takes place. We're in the seventh church age before the king takes his throne. Again, in future home, he says, the Feast of Tabernacles was the last feast, the seventh feast. We are worshiping now under the Feast of the Tabernacles, the seventh church age. So we're not literally in an eighth church age. And the Laodicean age is not over. The bride... Brother Branham speaks about a bride age. The bride has been called out of Laodicea. We're separated from the spirit of Laodicea. What what does that mean, we're called out of Laodicea? We're called out of the condition that's spoken of in the Laodicean church age. That's lukewarm, 
that thinks it has need of nothing and that it's rich and that has put Christ out. We are called out. We respond to the call of Christ to the church to come and sup with him. Those are the overcomers. They come out and sup with Christ. So we're called out of that system, but yet we're still within the time period called the Laodicean Church Age. The Laodicean Church Age ends when the bride is raptured. Even though we're called out of that condition, the bride age, you know, it it speaks of, Brother Branham talks about Luther's age. He talks about uh, Calvin's age. He talks about different ages. Those are not the church ages per se. Those are the time period where the message from this messenger is coming. We're no longer in the Laodicean church age. We have the Pentecostal age and then, or the restoration of the gifts age and we have the bride age. We have a time where a message to get to return to the power of God is coming forth, which is the Pentecostal age. But then from, from beyond that, we go out of the Pentecostal age into the Bride Age. But both of these ages take place under the Laodicean Church Age. And the prophet says, clearly, no, it hasn't ended. When it ends, the church is gone. So as long as the church is here, it has not ended. Now, let's go again. Another questions and answers. A little lengthy reading, but we'll finish with this. Uh, the church age, um, Brother Branham says, the church age ending and is blacked out. The bride is called. We've already entered into the tribulation period. No, no. No. You're, I wished that I could have taken more time on that. See, the bride, when she's taken from the church, then the church age will cease. Laodicea goes into chaos, the bride goes to glory, and the tribulation period sets in upon the sleeping virgin for three and a half years while Israel is getting its prophecy. Then the tribulation sets in upon Israel, and then comes the battle of Armageddon, which destroys all things. And then the bride returns back with the groom for a thousand years, the millennium reign. After that comes the white throne judgment. After that comes the new heavens and the new earth and the new city. Coming down from God out of heaven, eternity and time blends together. And now where I think you get it is about the finishing of the seven church ages and the seven seals being loose. See, seven seals, it's manifest as what takes place, what has took place. Seventh church age, we're at the end of the seventh church age. We are now, in 1964, at the end of the seventh church age. We're at the end of, uh, when, I, when I say the end, that doesn't mean it's this very hour, this very minute. We remember, the Bible said back in the times of the Lord Jesus, Paul said, for the time is at hand. Do you realize how long that, t- that was in God's time? That was yesterday. My time, it's been 2,000 years. See, the time is at hand. See, what God calls at hand is not what we call at hand. So just keep on believing, keep on praying, keep on. God's still got mercy open. Just keep flowing into it as fast as you can. God will do the stopping when it's time to stop. I'll repeat the key phrase, the seventh church age. We're at the end of the seventh church age. When I say the end, that doesn't mean it's this very hour, this very minute. 
the bride when she's taken from the church, then the church age will cease. Laodicea goes into chaos, the bride goes to glory, and the tribulation period sets in. When the bride is raptured, then the tribulation period sets in. And the Laodicean church age ends. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know. Uh, greetings to you all who are listening. Uh, Brother Kazin, Sister Mai, thank you for listening in and for your comments. May the Lord richly bless you all. Thank you all for listening in.